Welcome to the Eye of Terror. Welcome to episode 20 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Boy, have we got a full lineup for this episode. Yes. First off, I want to start off by mentioning that I want to have you guys, if you guys have an opportunity to go to Loot Crate's YouTube page and look up our original video entitled Rage Quit Table Flip. Uh, you may know Jeff Kanata and Allison Hayslip. Well, they star in a kind of a ridiculous story of a couple of siblings who get into an epic battle over their uncle's game store. It's not really 40K related, except that we shot the whole thing at Arrow Hobbies, which is our friendly local game store. And Keith Alexander there, who's the owner, was kind enough to let us use um, his store for a weekend. You've seen the video, Alec. Yes, I have. Enjoyable? Quite so. <laughs> you're not saying that just because you're my son, right? Uh, not no, I'm not saying. I would tell. I'm the type of son who would tell him if <laughs> it was if video it was sucks. genuinely bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I uh, I wrote and produced it. Leo Cangelis is our incredibly talented director who directed it, and of course Jeff and Allison Starr. It has a little bit to do with a game very similar to Magic: The Gathering, and then it goes off into ludicrous directions. So if you have a moment, go to YouTube and look up Rage Quit Table Flip. We we think you'll enjoy it. Okay, hobby some hobby progress. Yes. We've been busy. Alec, you spent the weekend building Space Hulk models. Yes, I did. All of them. But it was way easier than I thought because they all have like the little snap fit things. Right. So it was easy to put together. But nonetheless, the models are pretty, uh, pretty detailed and pretty awesome. Ooh, yes, they look great they yeah really fantastic 22 gene sealer models and what, like 12 terminator models 12 terminator models uh yeah one's like a librarian and the rest are just sort of regular terminators i already have painted up the librarian he looks um really great and fun i can't wait to start working on the terminators the blood angel terminator they're they're yeah. so detailed they, they were just really fantastic looking with all the finery it yeah. only took two years <laughs> we've had this game for two years yes. and we finally decided to do it and you know it was it was playing death angels yeah, last that, week yeah that really like got us to be like oh maybe we should maybe we should play the real game yeah we spent like i don't even know what amount of money that thing cost that thing cost but uh it was over 100 bucks oh my god <laughs> we just let it sit there all right, so we later on in the podcast, we're actually going to yeah. go over our first game of Space Hulk. We did take advantage of the models and decided to play the game. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll get back to that in a, in a sec. Other other things that are keeping us busy, I'm I'm building a, a Marine tax squad from the Betrayal of Calth Marines. Yeah. And they're looking cool. Man, Mark IV armor looks so much more awesome yep. than the Mark VI you. armor most tacks have. It's They're looking great. They look very... They have a very industrial look, which I feel fits 40k a little better than the uh mark six armor which looks a little bit more happy know. to me uh, not, not, to me mark six looks happy i, I never thought it looked happy i mean mark you, have, four seems like you still have like. like a big old metal emotionless metal helmet but i guess it's just i don't know the more i guess the more industrial gas mask looking yeah mark four rivets and bolts yeah yeah more studs in the whole you know and, armor yeah. setup I, I just think they look more serious and more cool. So yeah. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun painting those guys. Something that didn't go too well, uh, one of my hobby projects that has taken a left turn. Oh, yeah. All right, so I wanted to put together 
a uh, a couple of units of Cadian female Imperial Guard. So I went to victoriaminiatures.com and yes. they have wonderful miniatures there of all kinds. Uh, they all happen to be 28 millimeter scale, which is great. And Victoria Miniatures includes a line of what they call female Arcadian guard. <laughs> Not to be confru- confused with Cadians. The female Arcadian guard. Arcadian. Yeah, There's Arcadian. a difference. I, a big difference. And I thought I could just order the female heads and put them on Cadian bodies. Yeah. So I got I got from Australia. Shipping was super fast, and that was great. I got the 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 heads, and they're in resin, and they're really detailed, and they're they look great. They look amazing. Uh, love them. So I had already prepared the Cadian bodies with the Cadian arms and yep. everything. Stuck the female head on top, and then realized that oh boy, the female heads are a little smaller than the Cadian bodies. So it looked a little ridiculous to but- have this big old bulky man body in this smaller female head it just doesn't work yeah i think the are the arcadian female models that victorian miniatures produces are like more true to scale yeah you know so. to what a, a slightly smaller composition what would it look like body composition than to the male male figure so my experiment is a costly one Indeed. <laughs> and i'm not going to be able to use the female heads. Now I'm forced to, to order more miniatures from Victorian Miniatures. Oh, you still have the uh, what the female officer bodies, right? Yeah, but now I can't use the the Cadian legs because they're, they're too thick and they're oh, too yeah. wide, and it, it doesn't. Same reason. Oof. It's just not going to work. All right, I'm trying to integrate the army, and it's not working. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> I, I'll we'll get back to that later. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually get a group of female Imperial Guard guards people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All uh, right. Uh, the, the other project I'm working on yes, um, to yes. your uh, unhappiness is the uh, a command squad uh, on bikes. All right. So I, 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 I ordered the reclusium set and included a rhino in the command squad. Yeah. And, and it came with that super cool looking chaplain. Yeah. I already have the chaplain. I've already built that chaplain, painted him up. Yeah. But this time I put the chaplain part of the body and his head and his crozius arcanium on top of a biker body. Yeah. All right. So now it's a chaplain on a bike. Looks super cool. Yeah. He's going to accompany my chapter master and give that chapter master zealot, right? He's he's making super friends. I'm, I'm making a super friend. He's friends. making super friends just on, on bikes. <laughs> so I also built an apothecary on a bike. Yeah. All right. A yes. toughness by apothecary. So he's going to give that chapter master with a Gorgon chain a four up feel no pain. And the other command squad guys on a bike, a five up feel no pain. So awesome. He, he's just, this is just. <laughs> you're shaking your head. You, 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 you know you're going to yeah. face this. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to fight this at some and point. And then one so of the other thought. guy, one of the other command guys is, uh, he's got a storm shield and a, a power fist. So these guys are made for assault. They're going to come up to you and then just get into assault. And then the chapter master is going to start swinging with a thunder hammer. And the apothecary is going to do his feel no pain. And the chaplain's going to do his, you know, zealot. And then I'm going to also throw in a librarian on a bike yeah. to give them invisibility. Maybe I should just... Uh, <laughs> or prescience. I should start playing Eldar. Or what do you think? I, th- I think I should start playing Eldar, right? I, I think I should, like, get some oh, jet bikes. Oh, no. This is very fluffy. A very, a v- yeah, totally. Right. Totally okay. fluffy. All right. All right. So oh. anyway, command squad on a bike, on bikes. That's, that's one of my, one of my projects. Oh yes. They're coming along. I, I built, I built the, the bikes and I have to paint them up. All right. Other, other stuff, stuff that's coming that we've heard about. Um, the Space Marine FAQ is out. Yes. James Workshop has issued a, a draft 
continual drop in um, FAQ pages. This one pertaining to the Space Marines. Yeah. So that we can all comment and pull our hair out. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that seems to have everyone freaked out, at least everyone on the internet, from what I could tell, I was freaking out over some of the comments made about drop pods because um, the wording is that the doors, well, they, the doors uh, are part of the um, part of the model, part of the model, and they are can be one of sight blockers or can be um, just openable depending on how you built the model. But the interesting thing is, since technically they're qualified as part of the model, you can measure in terms of disembarking from the door, like the edge of the door. You can you can measure from there, and on top of that, since you technically are disembarking on a mo- disembarking, you get to move. Yeah, so you can basically use. I mean, you don't have to go to the edge of the door and then six inches from there, but you can do anywhere along that line of that door and move yeah. six inches from there. But that could include, you know, I don't know what's the, what's the length of one of those doors? Four inches, five inches, something like that. Something, maybe even six. I don't know. I yeah. So so you really can like gain some distance from where the drop pod landed yeah so in terms of control when you like starfish open that drop pod and you spread out those doors just think of the how much room that takes up on the battlefield yeah if you've got a few drop you got a drop pod heavy army yeah suddenly you're controlling like a large Um, section of the of the battlefield because you know enemies can't can't go strike or or can't go yeah they can't get within one inch of those things which is just insane (laughs) Right. It's insane. But also, if I mean, think of it also that, that on, on the other side is that those drop pods are going to be a lot easier to assault now because you know, I, they're, they're much bigger footprint. I guess, but assault isn't really popular these <laughs> days now, is it? I don't know. It's becoming eh. more it's becoming I mean, more popular. I mean, eh, somewhat, somewhat. Yeah. It's, still, it's still a big old problem, though. Yeah. But, but, but thankfully... This is all first draft, so it can be changed. It may be modified. Uh, the other side of that is that it, some people close their or they build the drop pods with the doors closed specifically, specifically so they don't get in the way of the game because everyone used to ignore doors. Yeah, but now now that um, it quote unquote depends on how they are modeled, if you've got your drop pod with closed doors, then they could be line of sight blockers. So you can drop down those drop pods, and suddenly you have nice line of sight blockers. Because the doors have to remain closed because that's the way you modeled it. If they can open, then they have to be open. For tournament play, I think a tournament's probably going to have to make a decision about how to treat doors on a drop pod. And I yeah. bet you the ITC and the other tournaments are probably going to drop down some rules about how to play doors. One of the one of the other rules that came up about drop pods is that if any part of the drop pod is off the table, mm-hmm. then it's a, that counts as a deep strike mishap. Which I guess is... So, so, so what happens if if you if your drop pod lands like you know like three inches from the edge of and the then, door? but then you open up all the doors and do you hey do you have to open up all the doors? It's unclear. It's very or yeah. just the ones that are like within you know on onto the table. If you open up if you open up all the except for maybe two of them, you're fine. But if you open up all of them, suddenly you're you're off the table and you got a deep strike mishap. I, we have to figure that out. These you know? are the burning questions that face society today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, what what's what's intended? Because yeah. the rules as written aren't clear now. Yeah, right? it's very. Th- this I think creates more questions about what happens in that scenario. Yeah, because you're going to choose to. I'm not going to open my door because I landed right at the edge, and I don't want a deep strike mishap. Yeah. Right? Or do I have to open some of my doors up? 
Well, well, since it's just the first, since it's just the first draft and it's not official, we can just ignore ignore it for now. But yeah. obviously, we should probably say, "Hey, GW." Well, I, I think people are asking. Yeah, They're I think already, people are people are people are very vocal about this already. Yeah. though. so it's already like I've, I've read two or three, you know, yeah. you know, sort of opinion pieces about this already, and so I, I'm sure GW will be getting a lot of notes yeah. on this FAQ on the drop pods. You know, so, somebody had the headline like "Drop Pods are now the ultimate weapon in the galaxy" or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Drop pods are now power. completely OP. Uh, the other, the other big news in that FAQ, I thought, was um, the uh, ruling that when independent characters join a a unit, a a different faction's unit, then or a different Space Marine, uh, yeah, different Space, space Marine yeah, chapters sorry, unit, yeah, unit, then then. Neither neither the independent character nor the unit will benefit from their particular chapter tactics. Like you, you like if you if you combine like an Iron Hands, you yeah. know, a chaplain with a White Scars bike squad, you don't get hit and run for the White Scars, and you don't get um, it will not die or uh, uh, the uh, feel no pain on yeah. the on the chaplain. Yeah, nice try. Thunderwolves trying to get hit and run. Yeah, and that's like right. Move through cover. No surrey, Bob. No, so you can't. No longer can combine different Space Marine um, chapters to form like a, a Space Marine Super Friends. Now that's sort of been nerfed. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad about that. I'm. That's. I think that's more of a beneficial change ultimately. Cause yeah, I think fluff wise, it just makes sense. Yeah, because it doesn't seem to make sense for those guys to shack up with other like squads and then get the benefit only the benefits yeah only the benefits none of the, nothing yeah. else so I, I don't i don't mind that i think uh, yeah. that actually makes for fluffier play yeah so that's enjoyable exactly so, and ultimately this is all this is all first draft so things are fluid and in change this isn't necessarily set in stone exactly so oh. all right well good on you draw uh i came to workshop because we applaud that you are giving us options here to comment yeah. And hopefully that creates a more precise FAQ down the road. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out and considering the community. Communication is the heart of any good relationship. <laughs> That's right. And you have to work hard at a, at a good relationship, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you, FAQ. Thank you. Yeah, we'll stay married with you for a while. All right. When we return, we played Space Hulk. Mm. And we'll let you know how that turned out after the break. Okay, we're back. Why weren't you dancing during the break, Alec? Oh, okay then. Alrighty then. Oh, all right. Busted. At two, Dad. Busted. <laughs> all right, yeah, we were both dancing during the break for some reason. Probably because we were so happy about the way Space Hulk played. Yes. <laughs> all right, first impressions. We played the first mission, the Beachhead. Beachhead, where you were playing... The most noble blood angels, your peeps. My peeps. And you were playing the gene stealers. Let's take a step back, though, and let's talk about the components in the game. Yes. Okay. All right. So we, we talked a little bit about the models, 22 gene stealers, 12 terminators, highly detailed, mm. really fun, great. They're snap fit, but nonetheless, they nonetheless. look high quality yeah, they and look. they feel great and they look great. Uh, yeah. They look, they all, all right. I will, and I especially enjoy how the blood angels all have like 
a lot of it, it makes sense for the blood angels to have like a lot of finery on their armor oh so so much oh there's jewelry so much. and scrolls and i mean really you could pretty much use the sergeants for captains yeah they they're look, so like cool looking that you're like oh well yeah, they got all the bling you can possibly have on a blood angel yep they look good the uh the the boards themselves that make up the map the tiles are on very thick cardboard and they seem glossy and they have embossed squares because you you know you use the squares to like for movement yeah it looks like really high quality stuff yeah it looks nice yeah, it, it looks, looks really nice high quality this isn't flimsy it looks fantastic the the tiles themselves have are like fit kind of like jigsaw pieces but they're inter- interchangeable because all of the missions require different map layouts yeah and if you follow the mission guidelines, you have, you're going to have to lay out certain corridors in a certain way, certain rooms in a certain way. And there are like, and there are 16 different missions and each with their own missions. individual awesome. map layouts. Awesome. Awesome. All, awesome. All with different objectives for both sides. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's like a lot of value in this. Tons of depth and play, playability in, in the box. Yeah. Uh, lots of counters for things like the blips, which, you know, indicate where the gene sealers are, are at. Yeah. Generally speaking. There's a little overwatch counters uh yeah. things for like if you're on defense or there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces to this yeah we we, we, we had a a sand counter because apparently the space marines get three minutes to do all their turns which but, is but, sounds, we, but we lost it we yeah we don't know where it is if you so. lost if you lost yours apparently the sand timers for three minutes so now we know it's three it's, minutes but nonetheless super high quality components all throughout and and just from a production quality perspective really high the game the game i think retails for like 125 or 150 bucks something like that in retail but you're definitely getting your money's worth because it everything has gone in there is like first class yeah yeah great uh okay so we did we played the first mission i was the space marines i was the terminators uh blooding terminators and you were the gene stealers my goal was to kill all the gene stealers Mm -hmm. on the space hulk right and have at least seven terminators still alive at the end of the game it's uh, the game lasts in this case 12 turns yeah okay so what was your mission what, what did you have to accomplish i had to kill down to i need to make sure at least less than five were alive somewhere less than five space marines were alive that's it yeah just by at the end that by turn 12 there need to be less than five on the on, on the table Okay, so uh, so the first thing that happens is um, I ram my uh, boarding torpedoes onto the yeah. side of the Space Hulk yes. and start marching out um, a first squad of Terminators. And they get four action points, so they start going into the, uh, into the corridors. At the, at the lead for one of my, that squad that comes in is one of my Terminators with a heavy flamer. Yep. So I put him at the lead. Because you can only shoot pretty much things in front of you um, you can't shoot through terminators if you if you like you're in a second if you're down walking down a corridor into the terminator in front of you you're not going to be able to shoot yeah they're too bulky and i yeah and the fl- the heavy flamer is undeniably probably the best that's the best weapon the best weapon in like for yeah. the space marines it's like invaluable because it's it's easiest to kill yeah. like you could you're you're it's a six it's a you know d6 based you know combat system so you basically kill gene stealers on a roll of a two with the heavy flamer with the heavy flamer and it's all and everyone right. in like the, anyone in like the room that's been affected by the heavy flamer just gets roasted right it, oh, the storm bolters um oh, that they, most terminators they kill on a on a six you roll two dice and it, you, they kill on a six they you get more um you get to kill on a five up if you um shoot the same target twice right 
but it's still relative. Those are it's still, still relatively pretty bad. Difficult. Those are bad odds. Right, you get about seventeen percent chance to kill. Um, yeah. and terrible, terrible, terrible odds. So don't rely on your storm bolters for the most part. So the game is kind of geared so from a distance, the terminators are deadlier. Yeah, they're equipped with weapons like an assault cannon, and that basically gives you three three d six to try and roll those sixes. Uh, yeah. The flamer, which you know, obviously kills on a two, to anything in the whole section of yeah. uh, you know corridor or room. Although the space brains do have their collection of close combat people, like the um, like for example Sergeant Gideon, who has this big old thunder hammer and storm shield, which just makes him a terrifying thing in combat because it like I, it augments his close combat capabilities. Yeah. And it also sort of debuffs debuffs the uh, yeah, the gene sealers. They have to use like one less die or something. Yeah, uh, but but when it comes to close up combat, the gene sealers are undoubtedly the best. Yeah. The way combat works is the gene sealers. When you get into close combat with the gene sealer, they roll three d six, and then and they and they they're looking for the highest number among those yeah. among the six. Whatever the highest number is, that becomes their close combat score. And the, you, and the terminators yeah. get one d six, and they and have to beat their highest. They have to beat whatever the gene sealers roll as their highest. Yeah. So clearly the odds are in the gene sealers, you know, favor. In close combat, so you, yeah. As a normal Terminator, you don't want to be in close combat with gene sealers. You can still win. You can, but right. it's certain, yeah. less likely. Certain Terminators have the ability to either buff up their, you know, role or debuff the gene sealers role. But for the most part, standard vanilla Terminators. Yeah. It's not good, not going to be good for them. No, it's not unpleasant. You know, I started out with uh, my heavy flamer going around and just roasting gene stealers for the most part. I, I I think I lost my assault cannon guy fairly early on. I think he no, he was the first who went down. He's the first one to go down. He was the first because yeah. he. Uh, I was right behind the door. He, he we were both right like on yeah. the opposite side of the door. I open it, reveal myself. Right. Uh, like because um the blip. Okay, the way the system works is that um at first. Rather than having actual gene stealer models on the map, you have these uh, blip things, which are sort of represent to represent one, two, or three gene stealers. Space ring, and the space ring player doesn't know which value that is, and it's sort of there right. to represent a realm, an element of like how like how much the, like the space marines are in the dark about the about how many the, the numbers of the gene stealers. Remember the scene in Aliens when they're looking at their scanners and you see a whole bunch of blimps sort of coming at them. That's kind of what it reminds you of. Yeah. You see that every blip could be between one and three gene sealers, and, and the player controlling the uh, the gene sealers moves the blips around. You don't know whether each blip is going to be one gene sealer or, or three. Yeah. Right? So so you don't know you don't know the level of the threat you're going to face necessarily. Yeah. You just know that they're coming for you. And you play them really aggressive. You kind of moved everybody up and started to try to come at me. Yeah. I think it was uh, was what was it was it three gene stewards that were in facing down the uh, assault cannon guy? Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, they were like lined up in a corridor. Yeah, they were right? lined up in the like corridor. One, two, three, and, and then and they immediately get in the close combat, murder the poor, uh, murder the poor assault cannon guy. Yeah, rather, he's the first to go down rather quickly. He will be remembered. <laughs> yes, he'll be remembered. I think they just. I think they didn't have much else to do after that. I think they just sort of yeah, um, and they kept. So basically, I started. Um, I my heavy flamer guy was just roasting gene sealers, but that was a separate squad. My second squad had come in, and they were the ones who were just getting sort of eaten alive by the gene sealers until 
Until until Thunderhammer Storm Shield guy shows up. The heroic <laughs> Sergeant Gideon. Sergeant Gideon with his ability to do plus two to his role and it require and it lower the amount of dice that the gene stealers could use to two from three. Yeah. And so it evened the odds. In fact, it improved the odds for him. Yeah. And, and he, so he was taking down gene stealers left and right. Yeah, he was crushing just, them with his Thunderhammer. I, I love the backstory behind this. Okay, all the characters have their own little backstories. Yeah. This guy is is fantastic. He used to be part of like assault. He used to be part of some sort of like assault squad, and the standard for them was just to have storm shields and hammers. So one day he gets promoted to sergeant, and um, so he naturally takes the customary this, uh, power sword and storm bolter that befits that, and and he's fighting the orcs, and as soon as he gets as soon as he his armor gets hit. With a um, with like an orc shot, I guess a shooter or something like that, his armor immediately seizes up, and he's just sort of stuck there <laughs> for the rest of the battle. So he he's immediately he immediately goes, okay, my mach- the machine spirit is offended by this change of armament. I w- I'm never gonna give up my storm shield and thunder hammer ever again, and he never has. He just keeps on with his. Well, lucky for us, um, he made that decision because he's a badass. In oh the yeah, game. Total, totally cool. So the game kind of you know played out so that um, you know as terminators eventually were getting killed by the gene stealers for the yeah. post combat attacks. And then we kind of screwed up the rules on the shooting. Yeah. Uh, storm was... bolters, each storm bolter, you get two shots to basically each storm bolter um, gets 2d6 trying to roll that six that would kill a gene sealer. Yeah. But we had read the rules wrong or didn't yeah, know, didn't was... exactly play it right. So for the first like three or four rounds, it was like one. We only oh. played 1d6 per storm bolter. Yeah. So it's possible that. Um, more Fume. gene stealers would have been killed earlier on. Yeah. And this was important later on in the game. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, first of all, the game is incredibly well balanced. Yeah, the, uh, surpri- like surprisingly yeah. balanced. Yeah, because you always felt that every sh- every that both sides had a shot. The Terminators are deadly, you know, and shooting things from a distance. Yeah. And the gene stealers are great at close combat. Yeah. From the moment the game starts... There's, this, I have a sense of dread. No, I'm telling you, there was this like palpable tension yeah. in walking down those corridors, not knowing what I'm going to encounter or how many of these genes that I'm going to encounter. Yeah. So you you feel the tension in the game. Because at first it's a few gene stealers, but you know that the gene stealers are going to get reinforced as the game moves on and more and more gene stealers are coming. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're just trying to like, a survive and kill as many of these guys as possible mm-hmm. while while not dying. Yeah, because my my victory like my victory condition was kill all the gene shooters and still have seven terminators left, mm-hmm. and yours was to have less than less than five terminators on the field left. Yeah, right? so four right. or lower. So so the game goes on. Basically, I get whittled down. Yeah. Right. And then my, my heavy flamer runs out of Prometheum. Yeah. After you only get six shots with the heavy flamer. Yeah. So eventually you just ran out and he just sort of became close combat Terminator, <laughs> which means <laughs> dead Terminator. Soon to be dead Terminator. Right. Um, right. But then, but then one of my Terminators 
became oh. <laughs> okay. Rambo. <laughs> okay, so um, I think I I think I, what's his name? Uh, Goriel. I think that's his name. Goriel. Brother Goriel. Brother Goriel. Something he's like the that. one holding up. He's like, he's, like he's the a spine model. of a gene stealer. The mod. He's a model who's holding up like freaking Mortal Kombat Sub Zero style, <laughs> holding up like the head with like the head of a gene stealer, with, like spine fully attached. Yeah. <laughs> and he has, and he's got like a scar. He's like uh, like he has like a claw mark on one eye. Yeah. And he just looks like the biggest badass ever. <laughs> and he just was taking out Jane Steelers left and right with that heavy bolter. Like he, I don't think he missed a shot. Yeah. Every, he was, he was killing Gene. Every time he fired, he was killing a Gene Steeler. So just like, bam, next, bam, next, headshot, headshot, <laughs> headshot. Yeah. So um, he took out like four or five Gene Steelers by himself. Yeah. Yeah. He was cool. So, uh, but, uh, as we, as we progressed, eventually my, my Sergeant, Sergeant Lorenzo went down to multiple gene stealers just attacking him. So his thunder hammer and storm shield failed him. Gideon, you mean Gideon? Oh, brother Gideon. Yeah. Uh, He went down. Lorenzo also went down. Uh, Lorenzo, the Sergeant also went down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but Gideon went down to like, I don't even, like there's like a big old Congo line of gene stealers that had to get him. Yeah, no, he he went down swinging. He took down a whole bunch. He but, took down a whole bunch before he but got. He it. Oh. So the game went did yeah. did go to uh, turn twelve uh, by about turn nine or so. Yeah, it was I was reduced to like five terminators. Yeah. So at the most we could get to a draw. Yeah. Right. If I killed all of your remaining gene stealers with my five terminators, yeah. I could still get a draw. If you reduce me less than five terminators and you still had gene stealers on the board then you would win yeah so we played it up until the end and the game ended with my badass terminator goriel goriel holding up the remains of one gene stealer but unfortunately two gene stealers were still left on the battlefield still left in this alive in the space hulk because so it was a gene stealer victory. Yes, indeed. But but it was cool because I mean, ten terminators went in, killed a whole bunch of gene stealers. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was two gene stealers alive, one terminator left alive. Yeah. I mean, maybe the shooting rule might have, um, if we'd gotten it right, maybe the game would have ended the other way. But I don't know. The game was super fun. Yeah. Very close. Completely tense. Every roll of the dice mattered and every time you moved i mean incredibly tactical every yeah. every every move felt like it mattered a lot yeah like you were like okay yeah. i have to think about what to do next in this situation i um, um i love this game it's really good it's like it's like as much as we enjoy deaf angel to some to some degree but this was mm, mm. So much, yeah, so much better. So much better because just having little models on the table and then you know the yeah. the, the, the layout, the increased tile level and, of tactics, and yeah, it was it was better than the card game um, by a lot. The card game is great and it's very portable, and setup is a lot faster than this thing. Yeah, this is setup was about fifteen minutes of you game know, length is also a lot. Uh, game is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, overall, though, the the experience was was better. So yeah. um, I I give this. Like a nine and a half out of ten. I, Whoa! I really no. I really Holy had shucks. a great. I really had a great time. I also had a great time. I would, what would I you would, rank? What would you say it was? Probably nine out of ten. It's okay. Nine nine point five. All right. Nine. No, that's good. All right. So we we highly recommend Space Hulk. Yeah. It's still out there. It's still available. Uh, if you can get your hands on it, um, 
to still play a 40k 40k type game that feels a little different, a little more chess like. Yeah, than 40k. A little bit. Yeah, then definitely play Space Hulk. When we return, we continue our escalation campaign in the Cult Mechanicus versus the Tau. When we. Okay, so this is round three yes. of our ongoing battle between the Tau and the Cult Mechanicus. This time we had previously played at, well, okay, so we had previously played at 500 points, then went to 1,000. The Tau won both those games. Oh. <laughs> we are now playing at 1,500. Mm-hmm. All right, so what did you add to your army to buff up the Cult Mechanicus? All right. I added the uh, the two destroyer squadrons from the Cult Mechanicus with uh, heavy grav cannons because oh those things grav man keeping you down. Um, then there's then I added the Dune Strider, and then shocker of all shockers, I had just enough points left over <laughs> from those two units to add the Electro Priests the. Uh, <laughs> I Corpus Scari, I don't know. They it was the, the Jazz Hands variant. The Jazz Hands variant. <laughs> right. We'll call them that. The Jazz Hands Electro Priests. Right? Yeah. The disco Priests. Disco. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to my Tau Force this time, I added a commander and I forgot about the Iridium armor. So he just had the regular three up armor. I gave him command and control node, yeah. the pure engram chip, and the multi sensor suite. So yeah. he was a buff mander. But I honestly forgot to give him the Iridium to a armor save. So he... So we'll see how that played out later. I brought in three Crystal suits. One had uh, two plasmas and a missile pod. The other one had two fusion blasters and a missile pod. And the final one had the cyclic ion raker and a missile pod. I added... Let's see, what did I add? I added a Riptide with yes. a ion accelerator. <laughs> right? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> right. And I think that was it in terms of... Um, so the commander... Crisis suits and the Riptide. I think those were. I believe that's it. That that that's what I added to my army. Okay, so with those additional units, um, we rolled up uh, mission uh, six under the Maelstrom mission. Mm-hmm. It's the one where you start off with six objectives, and then you every turn you get you have one less objective. Next, so turn two you would have five objectives. Turn three you would have four. Yeah, so on and so on. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we. You got to choose table sides. I got to choose table sides. You got to choose who to deploy, who would deploy first. You chose I would deploy first. Right. I proceeded to deploy first. You deployed second. Then you seized. My plan was to seize, and I did seize. Your plan plan (laughs) was, okay, then. And I did seize. Mr. (laughs) I'm going to seize. Yeah, okay. I'm going to seize now. The plan is working. (laughs) So I had I had a uh, optimized stealth cadre as part of the unit, a part of my army, and yeah. so they were in the ruins in the middle of the field. The, of course, like just like last time, the first thing that I saw as a giant threat was the Uniger uh, Dune Crawler. You were very paranoid with about your that strength. Thing. It's a strength ten blast. It's it's a it's a small. It's like the matter. small blast. It can it's, just eliminate anything I had. Oh so, my! It, it, no, it can't actually. Doesn't matter. It was you have a priority sense. target. 
So the optimized uh, stealth cadre went after that first and made it disappear. Yeah, yeah. Right. And in that same turn, I also made the Balistari with the twin link last cannon disappear. Uh, yes. Right. And that was it. And that was it for my turn one. I think I may have, I got first blood. Oh, you cheated an objective. You achieved objective two, objective two. Yeah, I secured an objective. So I got, so I got at two points um, going in. Oh no, I also secured, I had secured two objectives plus first blood. And then that gave me supremacy. Yeah, I know you have, no, you said, yeah, you had two objectives. One got you a point, but the other, the other you just used for supremacy, which right. then got you three points because I rolled a D3 and rolled I, rolled, a D3. I rolled a five. Yay. Yeah. And then, yeah, first blood. Okay. So I was so already up was, I was already up five so to that zero. Was, that was wonderful. Um, that was that was a great turn for the that, tile. That was fantastic. Okay, Love so it. what happened in your first Love turn? Love it. <laughs> I first turn, just the general advance. Just the general it sounded the general advance. Vanguard marching up, uh robots marching up, took a point point uh, objective three, I believe. My <laughs> electro priests started their trek towards objective five yeah um i adjusted i adjusted my like um i think i adjusted my uh, destroyers a little bit and then so i could fit some rangers on like through a little platform that they were all on and that was it for movement uh shooting i proceeded to que- oh no wait 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 you, I think you were forgetting. You, I think you killed one of my server, my like destroyer squads first turn. Oh right, the um, uh, broadsides actually um, yeah. destroyed uh, a whole unit of your destroyers. Yeah, so first turn they got marker lit up and then they got destroyed. Even better. Uh, well, that's, that's what they're named. <laughs> yes. The destroyers were destroyed. Okay. 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 That's a dad joke. That was terrible. That was really that was. Yeah, that was bad. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, our audience. Anyway. <laughs> Going back, so the servitors were so enraged, naturally, by their uh, brother's squad's death that they naturally proceeded to take vengeance upon the poor stealth squads. Particularly, I think there was just one that they actually straight up, like, surprisingly did, like, a great job and just killed the entire squad. Well, you did a smart thing. You used your phosphor blasters to to reduce their cover save from a two up to three up. Yeah, so I did that. And then you had 18 shots from your heavy grav cannons. Yeah, which just... relentless heavy grav cannons. And three so... Three up to wound because of grav. And they all yeah, they, two and just d- annihilated. Yeah, they were annihilated. So then I proceeded to... I think it was combined fire from vanguards uh, and rangers that killed that killed the second squad yeah. of stealth suits. Yeah. And I was like surprised. I was so surprised because it was just, they were just cleared out relatively. Uh, so my optimized quickly. stealth cadre after the first turn, after is, the smoke cleared, uh, was basically just the ghost kill that just, was left. Yeah, and just the ghost kill. His two um, drones. Yeah. So stealth drones. That was it. Did some good work. Uh, so that was, that was nice. I, I only achieved one objective. So not as good, a good turn, like a surprisingly good turn, but not as good a turn. Right. For me. Your turn two. My turn two. I moved the uh, my devilfish, but had my uh, breacher squad in there up to secure another objective, and then I moved some fire warriors up, and then I basically shot my my broadsides at your at your robots. Robots and didn't, robots. Yeah, didn't really didn't really, no no no. I shot them at your your destroyers that were hiding in. A, oh yeah, you. They were hiding in a bunker. 
uh, or on top of a bunker. No. Nope. And um, you made all your armor saves and or cover saves. Yep, it was. It was terrible. Wonderful. Absolutely. You wonderful. made a lot of cover saves this game. I, I Especially with that unit. Well, the problem, the thing is, you didn't like destroy my cover as often as I thought. You I, kept, you I, kept forgetting. I kept forgetting. I kept, okay, so <laughs> if you're playing Tau and you use your marker lights, hey, you also can re- re- eliminate cover with the marker lights. That's kind and of I important. I totally <laughs> forgot that. So I was constantly forgetting to get rid of your cover saves. I was, also, I was so focused on increasing the ballistic, a ballistic skill that I would forget to um, re- remove your cover save, but whatever. So I didn't, not, not much happened in my turn too. Not much happened. No, I don't, I think I may have reduced, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I even did anything in turn two to you. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So, so turn, your turn two. Turn, tr- turn my turn two rolls around. Those ever-loving Electro Priests proceed to take objective five as it was unguarded at that point. So... Good, good on you, Electro Priests. You'll you'll see my straight why I have a strange attitude towards them later. I also proceeded to move my some of my vanguard towards the um now open objective one that was guard that was previously guarded by the self squads, but was now cleared out for nice occupation because that was one of my objectives. I think my robots stayed where they are because they also grew another objective three and they were already on that so they're like yeah why not and did i kill anyone did i kill anything else that turn i don't think so my turn had come in with uh, oh no i you know actually in, in my turn too my uh commander and this crisis suit oh come yes in. that was important they, they had come in and they actually put a whole bunch of wounds on they basically get rid of your data smith yeah and they put a, um, some wounds on the robots they, we actually kill one of your robots and we um, put some wounds on your um, Technomancer. Yeah. Technomancer Priest. Tech, tech your, your Warlord. Dominus, whatever. The tech Dominus. Tech Dominus. Right, that uh, was it. He's, right. yeah, not as resilient this game as they right. are usually. So they had done that damage in turn two and then they sought a little bit of cover hiding behind a bastion. Oh, yeah. And so I proceeded yeah. to then, well, funny enough, my Rangers were on the bastion. So they immediately looked down and, oh, well, look who's down there. They proceeded sh- to shoot down there. <laughs> like uh, shooting fish in a barrel. The servitor, the uh, destroyers, still enraged, uh, proceeded to crush. They were only able to see two because you, like a cowardly tow, jet packed away. Yeah. So they, uh, they crushed two of my crisis suits. They t- crushed two of your crisis heavy suits. Heavy grav. With heavy grav. Um, the, some combined fire of the rangers and the vanguard killed... On the last crisis suit, so there was only Euro. I only think my was, commander was left. The only commander left, and he and he was down to three wounds yeah. of his four. Right. So so my turn three rolls around, and my ghost keel shoots at um, your vanguard, and then um, decides to assault them. Yeah, and the only funny enough, he only kills two of them. Yeah, rip, my riptide had come in out of reserve. I almost forgot to play my riptide, <laughs> but <laughs> he, I had for, he had forgotten. He had forgotten the to, de- to deploy, the like riptide. the like just to deploy, like you just forgot that the, didn't, really, the army. didn't even need, didn't even need <laughs> the riptide, but yeah. whatever. So I remembered it. So he came in out of reserve, yeah. and then he he comes in and he totally whiffs. He starts. He he, tried, he he nova charges. Yeah, he nova charges. Large blast, strength nine, AP two, right yeah. over the heads of the destroyers. And then um, he um, he he kind of misses, kind of misses. He hits he, one. He of hits them. one of them, and then I roll a one to wound. Yep, <laughs> so wonderful, nothing. wonderful. So nothing. Yeah. So and and his smart missiles 
either can't reach or don't do any damage. I don't. I don't think. I think you. No, you missed with all of them. I, missed, I remember because you, you yeah, never. I rolled ones and twos. You never marker lighted those guys, so you just missed yeah. with all of them. Right. Um, my my commander yeah. basically uh, shot your your robot and the tech dominus and your data smith and ended up killing the tech the the data smith. No, I think he was already dead. He was already dead. I think he was already dead. Okay. So I think, I think I put one more wound. On, yeah. On that on that unit i think it was com- i think you finished them off that turn oh you? right with well, my broadsides finished them off yeah your broadsides yeah. uh yeah again not as resilient as they usually are no they were so lacking uh, unlike the last the last game which they just the did ro- not would not even take a single man down right this time the robots died like crumbled dogs. like crumbled very quickly very odd yeah but yeah. don't it don't worry, it was made up for in other ways. You'll see later. <laughs> All right, so um, it was, so so I was very happy to get rid of your little robot Death Star. So that was so that was a I think a good uh, turn. Yeah, good turn. turn three. My turn three rolls around. Yeah. Now seeing that the ghost kill is in fact assaulting my pals, the uh, Vanguard, who are funny enough surviving the combat. Yep. Funny enough. I don't know how, but they did. The Electro Priest take it upon themselves to pursue the objective which the vanguard couldn't were now uh, too tied up to get into so they start to make their uh, their holy their holy journey their pilgrimage to objective 1 um and they actually they actually I think like I I ran them up they like ran what 6 inches I like moved them up then ran them up 6 inches which was uh funny to see okay so at this point did you discharge your beat Breachers? Oh, yeah, no. Okay, so you had just started your breachers, which also helped kill the robots. Yeah, I, remember. My, I remember. Oh, yeah. So, so when, the breachers had come out of a devilfish, a, a squad of breachers, and they had these pulse carbines that at yeah. five inches are strength six AP3. And yeah. they basically put some wounds on the robots, which helped um, reduce their... Yeah. Yeah. Their yes. more, it reduced their mortality a bit. That's important. Yeah. So I, I this is the first time the breachers have really used that short range you know pulse carbines and they were yeah. it was really effective that's 10, effective. 10 shots at strength six yeah that was good uh the so this, the um destroyers see the uh warlord fleeing and immediately proceed to crush him with their eye with the omnisaya's fist yeah so my my warlord is dead yeah so the warlord so we traded warlords we traded yeah we traded warlord kills and then my um rangers then proceeded to um my two ranger squads used just uh, picked off with sniper picked off the breachers with their with sniper fire. Yeah, so I lost my breachers that turn. So the breachers were lost, and, uh, and in the assault, the ghost kill could not couldn't couldn't kill the vanguard. <laughs> it was well one thing that the vanguard does is to reduce the toughness of whoever they're in combat with. Yeah. So he's normally toughness five, and now he's toughness, toughness four, four. So he was easier to get. Really? He kept making his armor saves, but then he wouldn't hit. He would he would just whiff. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't hit your guys because he's got a weapon skill too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Which so I, I couldn't hit your guys. Um, so they were just locked in combat. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that was wonderful. Oh, and then oh yeah, and then I proceeded. My other Vanguard squad sees their brother, their brother uh, Vanguards in trouble, and then proceed to join the combat. Yeah, in so, order to make it even a little bit of a larger hairball. Even though I'm killing a few of your Vanguard, now it seems like more Vanguard keep showing up into this fight. Yeah, 
Right. So more the ghost skills starting to get overwhelmed here. The more of these radioactive weirdos <laughs> with their cancer guns. Yeah. Cancer guns. Yeah. Uh, All right. So turn four rolls around. Fire warriors shoot at your at your disco priest. Disco. And I think kill two of them. Kill two of them. Kill two of them. <laughs> and then I moved my devil fish up a bit and didn't really do much that the riptide shot at your uh, destroyers. And this time evaporated them. Yeah. With its, he Nova charged again. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then this time I removed your cover. Fine. Yes. Marker lights. I remember using marker lights to remove your cover. So you didn't have any cover saves. So, so the Riptide killed them. I think that's, that was basically it. Now, now you had a lot less units on the table. You were using your canicles all along the way, which really helped. Yeah. But now you had less units, and therefore the chemicals uh, were less, less effective. effective. All right, so this is turn four. Uh, I run my got my um, my electro priest take their the objective. Now that this is the second point they've earned me. Yeah. These and they and these guys are just walking the regular six inches. Second point they've earned me. <laughs> these these uh, wonderful electro priests. So I'm still in combat. I don't think I do much in this turn. Beyond like take an objective, and just sort of I don't because I don't no because I, I think you were most of uh, the tower out of range for, yeah, most for of your tower. rangers, um, and then your vanguard were all locked up in combat with the ghost kill. Who again just couldn't. And your servitors were gone at this point. Your your battle servitors were gone. So I I think it was all that was left was two units of rangers. And remainders of, of your vanguard all caught up in, in assault. And yeah. then your your yeah. tech priests running around, your disco priests running around, Might scoring objectives. Scoring objectives by right. some strange miracle. So to turn five rolls around. And uh, I think I, I, I secured another objective at this point. Yeah. Right. Uh, with my fire warriors. Yeah. I couldn't really shoot at mm, anything at this point. Because you were sort of out of range. Yeah, I was sort of out of range at this point. But I had, I think I had enough um, points on the table where I was probably going to win. Yeah. Um. So now it's kind of a moral victory. Sort of to see what we could, what kind of damage we could do to each other at this point. <laughs> so it, it came down to the assault with the ghost kill. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So, so, I so I, I, during my assault, during my turn, I was like, I, I was trying to reduce your, um, Vanguard, but I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you guys, I kept missing. So then your turn five rolls around and the electro priest seeing their, uh, brethren, uh, in such a bad situation decided we're going to, we're going to help them out with our, with our electric jazz hands. They received to drop down from the platform that, uh, Objective one's at run over to the ghost keel and engage in glorious fisticuffs. Okay, so what are the what are the stats on the on the jazz hands? For on the, the jazz uh, hand, oh, on our jazz hand boys. Okay, yeah. let's go. Um, they got we got a weapon skill three. Okay, but well, whatever. We, we you guys are tau. Um, we are only like what it's a we're strength free, but we get plus one strength with this. Mm-hmm. No AP value for the shock hands. Okay. Um, they but. The thing that's like neat about them is two hit rolls, I believe, of six cause two additional hits. Two additional hits for every six. Yeah, two additional hits for every six. Um, and we get and they get three attacks each. Wow. So that's pretty useful. So in assault, these guys are actually really good. Eh, they're not that great. I mean, I in assault, I'd rather take the other guys, the um, electro each guys, because like if they um. Because they have strength plus two AP four, and if they kill a squad, they get three plus invuln saves. 
okay. and just turned into terrors. But, um, I mean, we're fighting Tao, so we don't necessarily need to be fantastic yeah. at close combat. We just need to be better. <laughs> Which and that's not e- that hard. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, so right. I proceed. Well, I could not do any wounds on this freaking ghost kill. I was just, it was just. Up until now, you hadn't been able to. I'd made all my, all my armor saves. Armor, armor saves. And then the, uh, these guys provide the overwhelming, the overwhelming amount of hits. Only, it was only like, what, I think three wounds got through and you failed two of them. Right. So, You're so down- the electro priest, just, the Vanguard had been now like three turns locked yeah. in combat with uh, the ghost kill and it was like back and forth. Nothing was going on. The electro priest joined the assault and immediately put two wounds on to the ghost kill. Yeah. And one of them, one of them gets crushed. One of them gets crushed when, in yeah, the process. One, yeah. One electro priest dies in the process. However, the ghost kill then proceeds. I lost, I lost combat. So I'll, yeah. I have to test leadership. The ghost kill then proceeds to roll an 11. <laughs> so I fail my leadership roll. And then <laughs> proceeds to on the uh, sweeping advanced roll to roll a one. And I roll four. So and so the ghost kill ran away and, and the then Vanguard got chased down by the electro priest of Vanguard, Vanguard. And they just beat him up. I then I then proceeded to say, yep, yeah, no, end game. It's over. This is perhaps the only way to end this yeah. game. I couldn't I doubted any victory would be possible at that point. Yeah. You had your area locked down too well and all of the things I needed were in and all the objectives I needed were in your little yeah. zone of control. So, so you decided to concede on a moral victory. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Electro priests, my MVPs. <laughs> and we're making fun of electro priests because everyone thinks that they're useless. Yeah. And that they don't. And like, I, I was trying to get convinced Alec to take the electro priest. <laughs> like the last two weeks I've been working on, I'm like, take the electro priests. They're so cool. <laughs> and he's like, no way, no way. But when you found you had the extra points, you took them and they turn out to be the MVPs of the game. Oh my God. I don't even know how it's so hilarious. They because got you two objectives and they killed a monstrous go, creature. They killed a ghost. They killed a ghost kill. They got me two objective points and they were, Oh my, it was just, it was they just, they did it in style. They did it in <laughs> wonderful style. Oh my God. It was, yeah. So, uh, Hilarious. so technically, while technically a Tau victory, a moral victory <laughs> for the Electro Priest in this round. In our <sighs> next round, we are going to a full 1850 points. Um, Alec, what do you think you're going to do to add to your army? Probably just uh, infiltrators or like rest stalkers or something. Probably both, actually. Okay. I, I'm, I'm probably going to bring the Storm Surge at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be able to deck it out with all its bells and whistles like stim injectors and that stuff because I only have 350 points to play with. Yep. But we'll see what it can do. We'll see indeed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's our episode. That's episode 20 of the Eye of Terror podcast. Once again, if you want to reach us, drop us an email at the Eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com. We will have pictures of this battle report as well as our Space Hulk game mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. So please do pay a visit there. So on that note, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.